Right now, uh, the automation environment in the factory is a very wired environment. That's fine as long as the factory never has to flex production or never has to migrate to, uh, to doing different types of production. But what we're seeing more and more is factories are moving towards more flexible manufacturing. So really adjusting manufacturing workload between factories based on uh, demand. You're going to have a lot of moving pieces and it's going to be a lot of interaction with a broader supply chain um, of just-in-time arrival to the factory. That's a big part of you know, what's potentially going to drive uh, the utilization of Wi-Fi 6 and 5G into the factories. That's Todd Gorilla, Chief Technology Officer for Cisco's Industry Solutions Group, talking about the current state of manufacturing and the opportunity for next-generation wireless technologies to enable the next wave of innovation. To be sure, the modern factory circa 2019 is a most impressive thing. Step onto a plant floor and you're likely to see a veritable hive of high-tech activity as data-empowered workers manage dazzling arrays of precisely calibrated industrial machines. It's a testament to the power of digital technologies to transform an entire industry. Yet as Todd suggests, it's only the beginning of what's to come for manufacturing. From artificial intelligence and the Internet of Things to 3D printing and advanced robotics, emerging technologies promise to drive Industry 4.0 to its fullest potential. But for factories to become more efficient, sustainable, and flexible than ever before, high-speed, low-latency mobile connections will be critical. That's where 5G and Wi-Fi 6 come in. This is Kevin Delaney for Cisco. I spoke with a number of experts on the future of manufacturing, and the key role that next-generation wireless will play. All agreed that 5G and Wi-Fi 6 will enable a new dimension in productivity, safety, and sustainability. And that's great news for factory workers, for consumers, and even for the planet. The future of factories, it's flexible. A core goal of Industry 4.0 is flexible, customized production in a factory that could potentially deliver a batch size of one, as Chantel Paul-Sanetti, Vice President of Advisory Services for ARC Advisory, explained. The objectives of that are basically uh, production flexibility, the speed and ease of configuration and reconfiguration, of course, the ability to manufacture a batch size of one. So what we're seeing is that the production architecture is moving, particularly for discrete manufacturing, say like automotive, into this sort of smart conveyance uh, type of scenario where a lot of mobile, uh, let's say like AGVs, automated guided vehicles, uh, conveyors, carts, robots, etc., that are moving around um, these like flexible or even, you know, now we're hearing talk of things like layout-free uh, production facilities, mobile devices have to be able to communicate to their associated logic and motion controllers. These rigid wireline network infrastructures of the current and past, they can't meet the requirements of of that type of scenario that I mentioned with the mobile AGVs, conveyors, carts, etc. In effect, the robots will travel to the parts or products instead of the other way around. Here's Todd Gorella again on what's sometimes called island production. There's also 
in parts of Europe, uh, Germany specifically, there's some manufacturers that are moving to something called island production versus um, your traditional production line. So what island production means is you're going to be doing a much more build-to-order type manufacturing, say in the, in the automobile manufacturing space. Um, it allows you to do much more customization, and what you're doing is you're bringing the parts of the vehicle to a single uh, point in the factory versus the vehicle traversing uh, kind of in a linear fashion and being, being constructed in a linear fashion. When you're doing that linear fashion, it's very difficult to do customizations. A key driver of the new factory paradigm? Consumer demand. Here's David Vasco, Director of Advanced Technologies at Rockwell Automation. We're moving more and more towards that uh, demand and the flexibility. Used to be we did mass production of a, a single item or a, a relatively small number of items. As we move more towards mass customization, that additional flexibility will help. Things like um, we look at more of the agile manufacturing where um, you may be having reconfigurable systems, having the ability to have that uh, with either um, Wi-Fi 6 or with um, 5G on-prem and being able to reconfigure those systems quickly. If you look at automotive, and I think automotive is, is a good example, you're going, to see, uh, you're going to see increased demand for the flexibility there. I think you're seeing that today where manufacturers are realizing that the importance of being able to reconfigure their lines based upon the consumer demands, and that's going to be critical to um, them being profitable, them being competitive. Um, but that, that's a good example. And the, the days of spending, you know, having two years of, of planning to build a line, those are, those are really gone. You need to be much more flexible than that and see what the customers want and actually provide those products. And that that customization is going to be critical to doing that, and the, the flexibility that's in these wireless technologies providing will enable, help to enable that. Next-gen wireless enters the manufacturing picture. By 2025, the number of connected Internet of Things devices is expected to exceed 41 billion globally and the majority of those will be wirelessly connected. For industrial IoT, the vast increase in machine-to-machine -machine and machine-to-human data will demand rock-solid wireless solutions. Here's Dr. Jay Lee, a professor of advanced manufacturing at the University of Cincinnati. On the massive amounts of data in manufacturing, and also the need for precise monitoring of complex systems. So when you look at the future manufacturing, if you look at the area where we can generate high density of data, right? Because the 5G, there's a certain uh, benefit uh, criteria, which is we can, once the low latency, well, 20 times the speed, 10 times the low latency, right? This is a typical for 5G. Wi-Fi 6 also has a unique way to connect many things. So if you look at what we believe in manufacturing, uh, we found there are a few areas, for example, we want to physically understand the problems or uh, issues in a very detailed way. Like, uh, for example, and uh, in certain electronic manufacturing, we have a certain kind of uh, real-time 
real-time monitoring of the uh, SMT line. Also, we have a, a, a real-time welding systems. We have a real-time and uh, the uh, high-speed machining systems. And there are many, many things like that. We need real-time, low-latency, but high-density data. And traditional sensor, uh, we can collect fast enough, but we cannot right, communicate fast enough. Right? So that's where I think 5G can come. But if we have a local, local computation, strong edge devices can be done. We don't need any communications. But if we need a strong a remote or a, a uh, integrated monitoring systems, that's where 5G can come. In the coming years, there'll be many, many more sensors and devices coming online in manufacturing. And those devices will be ever more data intensive. Here's Stephen Goodman, a Cisco business development architect. The main thing that we're seeing is um, historically on the plant floor, we've only really seen 10, 100 meg type connections. And the types of devices that we've seen connected have been relatively low data rate, relatively low speed devices. And that's gradually changing as we move forward. And we're seeing it across all industries. So we've had to introduce gigabit switches and, and so on and so forth. Um, from a wireless perspective, starting to pick up as we see more collaboration type devices on the plant floor, as we see more iPads and tablets and, and those types of things being used on the plant floor. So I think that we, we are going to get to a point where, yeah, existing Wi-Fi 5 technology is really not going to be man, man enough for the job. With all that added complexity in a factory, it's harder than ever to know just what's happening. Next-gen wireless will enable a much deeper visibility into manufacturing processes, no matter how fast the factory is moving. Here's Dr. Jay Lee again. There's a, there are a few areas we can say uh, for the environment point of view. First, in a data-rich environment or sensor-rich environment, that's number one. Data rich and sensor rich means you need to gather enough data to understand correlation effects. Second thing, in the real time uh, a system, to understand the process difference. For example, the 3D printing is real time. You want to understand the uh, layer by layer process about the porosity of the materials by layer. So those processes can be done. But once you certify the processes, then the control can be taken, right? The third area which we're talking about is, uh, is you need a, a strong uh, controllability remotely. Uh, for example, I want to remotely control the system without any delay. And that's where precision, uh, a, 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 like uh, a AR, VR uh, related uh, remote manipulation. For manufacturing, will be remote control systems. So the, the, those areas, certainly 5G can play extremely well in manufacturing. Two cutting-edge solutions, each with unique strengths. Wi-Fi 6 and 5G each excel in different ways, and manufacturers will need to decide which solution suits them best. 
Generally speaking, Wi-Fi 6 will cover indoor situations, while 5G with its longer range between access points will take on the outdoor connections. But there will be exceptions. Here's Todd Gorilla. When you actually look at 5G, you know, it's, it's really good at high bandwidth, it's good at low latency and, uh, and performance overall. Um, but what it has challenges with is penetration. Um, that's one of the challenges of 5G. So there's, there's areas with Wi-Fi 6 that can penetrate further. These manufacturing facilities have a lot of metal structure, a lot of machines, a lot of challenges to really ensure that you know, we can get the, uh, the wireless signal to where it needs to be. So Wi-Fi 6 right now has, it's the characteristics of the radio itself has better penetration capabilities than, uh, than uh, 5G. So there's, there's some benefits that way. In some instances, Wi-Fi 6 will also offer some cost benefits and better control of the network. Todd Gorella continues. There's really the idea that uh, companies are still going to want to manage their own um, um, applications that run on the network and things like that. There's the, the demarcation from public to private. Um, 5G in Germany, is there is some designation for private 5G uh, spectrum to the manufacturing space. So they're, they're trying to address that uh, through the government's allotments of spectrum, but that's not available around the world. And also, who's managing what is a big part that, of, you know, the enterprises themselves want to be able to manage that network and ensure security on that network and ensure they know who's, who's on that network with them. Uh, service providers, if you look at a service provider 5G, you know, that's a public domain. It's, it's going to, uh, there's, you know, there's certain restrictions as to how they're going to be able to do that. 5G certainly has some new aspects that we didn't have with 4G. Things like network slicing that allows, uh, you know, an enterprise, um, say a manufacturer, to really drive the policy all the way down to the endpoint, um, even through the 5G signal. Uh, that's that's one of the key things of network slicing. Basically, you could take a slice of that wireless uh, spectrum and uh, dedicate it almost like a a, 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 def- a predefined pipe. Uh, for your policy in your enterprise area. So there's there's some specifics in the technology of how 5G can be deployed. It's not there yet. It's a nascent kind of environment right now as, as the 5G networks get built out. So manufacturers may opt to build private 5G networks for their in-factory applications, as Volkswagen is doing, or go with Wi-Fi 6. In other situations, 5G will thrive with or without a private network. Here's Dave Vasco from Rockwell Automation. There are also 5G applications where um, you are going to be using just uh, the, the service provider. So you look at applications like like mining or applications like um, uh, oil and gas where you have large geographic areas and you're trying to push down, um, collect data from those, do data analytics from those. And I think those are going to be perfect for, for 5G to be able to have uh, more data being pushed up to be able to take a look at that. Ultimately, the real strength may lie in the synergy between the two technologies, especially when open roaming solutions allow users to move seamlessly from one to the other. Here's Todd Gorilla. So there's, there's going to be an interaction between 5G over, say, a broader camp manufacturing campus 
and then Wi-Fi 6 within the four walls of, of the actual factory. So we'll see in a you know, combination of those things. Fast factories, empowered workers, unlimited possibilities. Next-gen wireless is poised to connect critical applications in factories while simplifying the management of the most complex systems. Here's Chantel Polsonetti from ARC Advisory. Wireless, you know, to date is not used in mission-critical applications in industry. That could change, however, given the greater capacity of Wi-Fi 6 and 5G. Gives an opportunity for a more universal management and you know, visualization that, that really is necessary and inherent in a real digitally transformed company, right? So instead of having like a standalone, um, okay, I want to pick up uh, the output from these sensors and put it into an offline application that I can you know, run offline that's not really impacting my business outcomes. Um, instead, I think that uh, progression is allowing uh, enterprises to bring it all under a single umbrella. One of those mission-critical areas is plant safety, where reliability and speed can mean life or death. Latency, Stephen Goodman stresses, is not a big issue for less critical applications. But in terms of safety, it looms large. The, the, the one issue that all wireless technologies have is where safety is concerned. You know, no one at the moment would want to use wireless for safety applications because it's just um, not deterministic enough for their needs. Now, that's going to change in the future, I don't doubt. But right now, we wouldn't see any wireless in a, in a manufacturing use case, a safety case. Latency, Goodman stresses, simply isn't an option in mission-critical safety applications. If it's a safety curtain sending an emergency shutdown message to a piece of equipment, that's, that's not good. You've probably killed someone by that point. So I think the, the issue that they have is the, the non-deterministic nature of Wi-Fi or radio in general, um, as well as the inability to really control the latency. But that's going to change. And Wi-Fi 6 might change that. 5G might change that. You know, we talk about one millisecond latency. Outside the plant, 5G opens up enhanced possibilities for connected products, predictive maintenance, and precise visibility into supply chains, even to confirm that parts are produced sustainably or by people working under humane conditions. Here's Cisco Stephen Goodman again. Yeah, 5G is the perfect technology for doing that product traceability right across the globe, you know, shipping, tracking, being able to really speed up um, some of the, the just-in-time processes that we see. And finally, Enzo, uh, which is one of the Tier 1 automotive parts manufacturers, they are looking at this at the moment. They are looking at devices to allow them to track their products around the world um, so they know exactly where they are in transit, and they can um, combine it with other technologies, which might be blockchain, for example, to be able to prove product traceability that it hasn't been developed in a slave labor environment and all this sort of stuff. In a 5G world, visibility would extend to products even after they leave the factory by fully enabling solutions like predictive maintenance. 
An automobile, construction vehicle, or industrial machine, for example, could relay huge amounts of data back to manufacturers, parts suppliers, or repair shops before big problems arise. On a factory floor in particular, predictive maintenance cuts downtime dramatically. Here's Rockwell Automation's Dave Vasco. When something breaks, it's so costly for most manufacturers to get it going again. That's the one that has huge benefits right off, and that's when we'll see the biggest impact. You think about it, any factory, you could have hundreds of people working there, and when it's, when it's down, there's one or two guys that are trying to fix it that are working, and everybody else is standing around. And everything you committed to, to your customers, everything is just falling apart. So anything you do to minimize time, that can be tens of thousands of dollars a minute in an automotive plant as far as the actual cost um, of that happening. So that's, that's the big one that we see having a huge impact. Similar 5G benefits would extend to consumers. Here's Sean Kirby, head of connected car product development at Cisco. I think that the vehicles would have continuous, reliable, secure, high bandwidth coverage throughout that city, and preferably on the major arteries in between cities as well. Uh, so they would always be communicating their relevant information as well as helpful information to their manufacturers, to the ecosystem, whether it's insurers or auto repair agencies or some of the suppliers and so forth, they would always have up-to-the-minute information. These kind of outcomes show the true potential of 5G and Wi-Fi 6. By connecting people, machines, and data in ever better ways, they represent the next wave of the internet. While contributing to a future in manufacturing that's greener, more efficient, and highly innovative. Dave Vasco concludes. So, I mean, we're, we're really excited about how these technologies are going. I mean, I've been installing smart manufacturing systems for a couple decades, but really we, we've been um, somewhat hampered by the, the speed of the networks, both the wired and wireless, and we're just so happy with where, where technology is today and us being able to really realize a lot of the vision we've had in the past. This is Kevin Delaney for Cisco. My very special thanks to the wonderful experts on this podcast for sharing their visions for how 5G and Wi-Fi 6 will support the next wave of transformation in manufacturing. And thank you for listening.